Welcome to How to Be a Human Being in the World, the podcast that showcases the strength, resilience, and humanity in all of us and provides a space where you can embrace the messy parts of life. We've all got them and unapologetically be more of who you really are. I'm your host, Dr. Kathleen Young. I'm a psychiatrist, certified life coach, and I'm also a human, just like you. Pull up a seat as we bear witness to the healing, connection, and inspiration that comes from the stories of our lives. Hello, and welcome back to the How to Be a Human Being in the World podcast. Today, I am going to be sharing a little bit of my story. As with everyone else, I have many stories I could share with you, and I probably will share many of them with you along the way. But today, I want to talk about my unrecognizable life. And I know when people say their life is unrecognizable, it sounds dramatic and whatever, but I was reflecting on my life over the last week and even today, I was talking to my, I was catching up with my brother and my sister-in-law, and I was telling them all the things that I'm up to and doing, and I realized my life actually is pretty unrecognizable when you compare it to what it was like about five years ago, even, maybe even less long ago. So in so many ways, my life is so different. And so we could use the word unrecognizable, but it's it's very different. And so I decided to do this episode after having a conversation with my friends this week, so our last week, it's Sunday now, my podcast launched this past week. And I had two friends who are also colleagues reach out to me and comment on, uh, you know, they were giving me some well wishes and congratulations. And they commented on how brave I am for putting myself out there. And, you know, that, you know, congratulating me on this. And I said to them, you know, if you ever wanted to be a a guest on the podcast, let me know. I'd love to have you on. And both of them, you know, their response was, you are very brave for putting yourself out there. And I think that's amazing. But like, I could never do that. I could never do that. I'd be worried that I would say too much. And then what would, you know, my colleagues think or other people think or people would be able to find this. And I just could never do that. And I thought about that for a second. And Maybe I am brave for putting myself out there. I think I am brave. I know it's not easy to do, and it it hasn't always been easy for me to do. But what I realize is, is more than me being brave, I think where I am right now and my willingness to start a podcast is more of a reflection of my journey towards fully accepting myself, towards full self-acceptance. And while it hasn't been easy for me to just put myself out there into the world on a podcast, on social media, you know, to let people know all of the things that are going on inside my head, I think I finally just got to the place where I decided that I would never abandon myself again, that I would put myself out there because I have an idea that I want to share with the world and that I would always have my own back, no matter what other people say about it, no matter how much people judge me, that I would never abandon myself again. And it's not that I don't care what other people think about me. I do. I'm a human being. We all care what people think about us. We all want to be a part of the group and to belong. I'm just choosing to never let what other people think about me or let other people and their opinions lead me 
to decide how I will think about myself. So I'm not going to let the opinions of others become my opinions unless I want them to be my opinions. And so that I think is super important because that's a hard thing to understand, but you can care about what other people think about you without thinking that way about yourself. So this really, when I was talking to another friend about that interaction, it got me thinking about how different my life is now than it was, you know, five years ago or even three years ago. Because three to five years ago, I would have felt the same exact way about putting myself out there and sharing my life with the world and not showing up perfectly. Now, I'm a person who has chronically felt like I don't belong. And, And maybe some of you listening to this will be surprised to hear that, but I've always felt like I don't quite belong anywhere. I'm a person of mixed race. I don't quite fit here. I don't quite fit there. And I know that times have changed a lot and maybe, you know, younger generations don't have that same experience. But that was very much my experience, always feeling like I didn't quite fit in. I didn't quite belong. And so as a person who's always felt like I didn't belong, it was really scary to me to put myself out there for other people to judge me. And I've said this before, but, you know, there is this idea in society that like we should be getting it right all the time, that we shouldn't fail, that if you don't get it right, you're unworthy. And so the idea of just stepping out imperfectly, that there will be people who have negative thoughts about what I'm doing and thinking about that was really scary to me. Um, When I first started my coaching business and I started posting on Instagram and Facebook and what will people think, what will they say, what if they don't like this? If I record a Facebook Live or an Instagram Live, like what if people think it's dumb or they don't or they think I sound dumb? And I had lots and lots of thoughts about it, but I just kept going. I just kept doing it. So I don't want to make it sound like all of a sudden I just put myself out there. It has been a journey and it's one where I would have never done this before. I also would have never seen myself as someone who like does talks at conferences or speaks on panels. But over the last couple of years, I've really been pushing myself to do that, you know, to do guest coaching in other people's group programs, to speak at at in-person conferences, to be on panels. And the more I do it, the more opportunities there are to do it. And the more comfortable I get, you know, get at it or the more comfortable I feel doing it. So when I tell you that my life is unrecognizable in so many ways, it is starting to be unrecognizable. I just spoke on a panel last week for a Duke alumni group. And, you know, I'm mentioning this because I remember very clearly there was a time when I first moved to New York and I was so confused about how do people get involved with Duke as alumni? And there was a, I had lunch with a friend from Duke who um, was a year ahead, and she was really involved and, you know, doing all these things for Duke. And I was kind of like, how do you get involved? And she was like, you just have to let them know. And like, once they know that you want to be involved, like, they'll keep sending opportunities your way. And I just really felt like I couldn't figure it out. I didn't know how to get more involved. And one day, I just applied to be on one of the alumni boards, and I got accepted. And here I am. And what I'm finding is the more I put myself out there, the more I volunteer, I mean, I've I've spoken on other panels for Duke or at least one other panel, the more I say yes, the more opportunities there are to be involved. 
So I say that because if you feel like you don't know how to do these things, you just kind of put yourself out there. And the more you do it, the more will come back to you. And I say this because I was speaking to a friend this morning and, you know, she commented on how she sees me as a person who's always good at seeing the opportunities and going after the opportunities. And while I think that might be true now and and at other points in my life, I'm not sure that that was always true for me. I mean, I don't know that I've always been a person who's been able to see the opportunities. I've spent many years kind of, you know, in a grind and just kind of doing what I thought I should be doing and not necessarily noticing the opportunities around me. So it was interesting to hear her perspective that she sees me as a person who can do that. But it brings me sort of to this next point that I think that, one, the more you put yourself out there, the more that comes back to you. It's just sort of the nature of the universe. I know that's sort of woo for those of you who don't believe in that stuff, but I do believe it's true. The more you put yourself out there, the more abundance comes back to you. And so it it is kind of the natural flow of life. And I also believe that these doors or opportunities are always there and open to us. We just don't always see them because we're not always paying attention. And it's almost like as soon as we're ready to see them, you start noticing them. And that has really been, you know, I would say in the past year in particular, that has really been what has happened in my life. It's like it's almost like something changed in me and then like all these things lined up for me. And that doesn't mean my life is perfect. I don't want to to give that impression that I'm saying that because it's not. I still have ups and downs and and good and bad times. But the more I've worked on myself and I had that shift, the more I was able to kind of see, oh, this opportunity and this opportunity and this opportunity. And it's been pretty amazing. I don't want to make it seem like it just happened <laughs> to me. Like one day I just looked up and all, you know, everything was in alignment and and then I had all these opportunities because that's not how it went at all. (laughs) I had to do a lot of work on myself to get to this place. You know, I think two experiences stand out in particular. Over the years, I've had a lot of therapy. I've had a lot of coaching recently. I have spent a lot of time working on myself and my life. But the two things that really stand out to me that I kind of want to talk about today are, one, I've been in a mastermind um, for the last 18 months with a really amazing coach, Simone Soul. If you're not following her, you should be. And, you know, it started as a mastermind, you know, for those of you who don't know, a mastermind in the coaching world is really just a group of coaches who get together and talk about our businesses and growing our businesses and what we're doing. And it's just a nice way to connect because being an entrepreneur, I have a really hard time saying that word, can be lonely. And so it's nice to be able to kind of get together and share ideas and, you know, talk about what to do in your business. So I've spent the last 18 months in Simone's Mastermind, which started out, you know, as one thing and it's evolved over the last year and a half to something that's called the Mystery Room now. And I think that might even be ending, which was really, you know, a very sort of unstructured space. But during this time, like I went to the Mastermind with this idea, like business was really new. I wanted to figure out how to grow my business. And it was called six months to fully booked at that time. And so I was like, okay, let me do this mastermind with her. I really 
like her. I like her teachings. I like what she stands for. And I really want to be fully booked. So I joined this mastermind and it has evolved over time. And now that I'm coming to the end of my time with her, I mean, my coaching practice has evolved. So it's not fully booked at this very moment. But what I realized is that's not even the point because what I've gotten from her is really this journey to trusting myself and accepting myself and knowing that, you know, I have all of the answers that I need in terms of my business, but also that I can trust myself, that I'm worthy, that it's okay to put myself out there in the world, and that the most important thing is that I always have my own back. And for that, I mean, there's so many other things I've gotten from it. I I can't even, I mean, I could do a whole episode on that, so maybe I will one day. But in so many ways, you know, she's taught me so much. And the idea of being fully booked or whatever is so much in the background. What I have gotten out of it is the capacity to really just show up as more of who I really am. And she's the one who always says, you know, when you can be more of who you really are, she doesn't say this, but some version of it that, you know, that's when you're kind of at your sweet spot in terms of your business and your life and all of those things. And she's so right about that. And the other thing in sort of my journey to self-acceptance is I did another coaching experience in the spring called Reinvention Experience, which was with Brooke Castillo of of the Life Coach School. And that was a 12-week coaching experience called the Reinvention where we were really going to like reinvent ourselves. And I won't bore you guys with too many details, but essentially, you know, we spent a lot of time, the first third of it we spent really looking at Um, the ways we keep ourselves boxed in by the beliefs we have about ourselves. If I believe I'm a healer, I'm always going to be looking for opportunities to fix people. If I believe, you know, I don't know, all of the things. And so she really challenged us to look at how attached we are to all of the beliefs we have about ourselves, about who we are, about how we should show up in the world, and to really let go of those. Like, what if we weren't that? What if I wasn't just a physician? What if I wasn't just a coach? Like, who would I be? And how would I show up if those things weren't true? And so one of the things that came out of that, I mean, there were many things that came out of that too, but one of the things that came out of that for me was there was this moment where I thought about it. Like, I am somebody who has always believed that I need to fit in and belong in groups. And when I don't feel like I belong, which as I mentioned, I often don't feel like I belong, I tend to just avoid the groups and write people off and like isolate myself. And so during the reinvention experience, I really thought about like what would my life be like if I just showed up as a person who doesn't belong, if I just showed up places as the person who doesn't belong. And I challenged myself to think about that. And to do it. And so I've talked about this a little bit on Facebook that like, you know, I used to go to these birthday parties. Like my son is, you know, he's still at the age where he gets invited to these birthday parties. And I would always feel weird. Like I didn't belong along the moms. I'm single. I don't have a husband. I am black. And there's like no black people that live here. Although there's a few now. 
you know, all the things, all of the reasons why I don't belong. And I used to really have a very hard time going to these things until I decided that I'm just going to show up as the person who doesn't belong and I don't care. And when I did that, I could see that like everybody else was anxious. Everybody else was like trying to make small talk and awkward. And it wasn't just me, but I was so in my head about how I didn't belong that I didn't even notice that like everybody doesn't belong. So my willingness to show up as a person who's imperfect, who doesn't belong, and to just do it anyway has been a total game changer for me. And it's really opened up all of these experiences in my life where I could start a podcast, even though like I'm still getting in my stride with interviewing people and coming to the podcast with content, that I can post more on social media, that I can tell people about my ideas and what I'm doing and they don't have to be perfect. It's just really changed my life. I can be on a panel and maybe I say something that doesn't sound right or I make a mistake and I don't have to feel so anxious about it. It's so weird. I did the panel I did last week, I wasn't even anxious and I could not have even imagined that being the case a few years ago that I would be on a panel and not even feel nervous about it, but I haven't. So, between those two experiences over the last, you know, year and a half, and a few other things, I have been able to experience a huge shift in my thinking and the way I'm showing up in the world and in, in my life. And that has been reflected back to me in the opportunities that have arisen as a result. So the more I've had that shift, the more opportunities I have noticed are available to me. And they probably were there all along, but I just couldn't see them because of the way I had been thinking of about my life. And it's like, as soon as I got just far enough along, my therapist of many years, I don't see her anymore, but she used to say that. It's like, as soon as you get to like this one place and all of a sudden, like everything changes. And I was like, what does that even mean? And I kept waiting for that moment, waiting for that moment and it never happened. And it's like, it happened. I need to text her actually and let her know because <laughs> I haven't seen her in years, but I just feel like I've gotten to that place where it's like, there was this shift in my thinking and boom, now I see all these new opportunities for growth new opportunities in my career, new opportunities for relationships, and it's all over the place. And it's been really an incredible experience for me. I have to say, I feel so alive and vibrant and excited, and I'm having so much fun. And I really can't believe now how shut down and disconnected I've been for years. I would say for the last like eight years or so, maybe not quite eight, but I've been pretty shut down and like avoidant of people and really just not allowing a lot of these experiences in my life. So I have to say it's been a really fun, amazing journey. But most importantly, and I've said this in episode three with LaDonna Armour, but I, I think it's important to say it again uh, because I want all of you listeners to hear this, that the most important part of what has come out of this journey to self-acceptance is that the more I put myself out there despite feeling fear, despite being afraid that people will judge me and criticize me and be like, what the hell? Why is she doing that? The more I put myself out there Despite that fear, the more I feel connected to others. You know, so many of you that I've spoken to feel very disconnected in your life right now, disconnected from people. And I want to say, like, we disconnect when we feel like we don't belong or we have shame or we don't want people to know or we're not quite sure what to do. 
But really, the more you can own that part of you, that vulnerable part of you, the more connected you will actually feel. So it's like the more I tell people I'm doing this thing that's different and they're kind of like, why are you doing that? But the more I put myself out there, the more people actually want to connect to me, the more they want to talk to me about their journeys and their fears and their ideas, and the more connected I feel to them. And that has been by far the best part of this, the best part of all of this, the connection I have had to you and to other people. The connection I had to my friends, to my family, and without revealing too much much about my personal life, even in my romantic life, I've had much more opportunity and connection, which has been really amazing. So if you take nothing else away from this, the more you are able to own your awkwardness, your imperfections, the ways you're afraid or you feel shame, because shame lives in, in secret. So when you actually talk about the things you feel ashamed of you, that's when shame can't survive anymore. But the more you do that, the more you're actually going to draw people closer to you and the more you will feel connected and like you belong. So that's all I have for you today. I hope it was worth it and I'll see you next time. Are you ready to create the life you really want instead of the life you think you should want? Or maybe you just want to start having more fun. Either way, I can help. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook at drkathleenyoung.coaching. That's drkathleenyoung with a K dot coaching, where you can learn how to sign up for a free consultation. We can talk about the life you want to create and see if one-on-one life coaching is right for you. Midlife doesn't have to be a crisis. It's never too late to create the rest of your story. Thanks for listening to this episode and see you next time.